And good morning and welcome to VSA Capital 5-Minute Morning Minor. It's Friday the 24th of September and, oh, Paul, it seems like I've set up a bit of a storm with this whole uh, working from home and working in the office and flexible working. It's all over the BBC. What do you think, Paul? <laughs> have I said something I shouldn't have said? <laughs> well, any press is good press, isn't it? So that's good for VSA, I guess. Well, I think you also have to put into context. I mean, I am very clear that different jobs require different requirements. I always say, you know, a pilot working from home doesn't really work, does it? It's sort of got to be in the aeroplane. Yeah, uh, no, and no, it's hard. It's hard to do lots of different jobs if you have to be present uh, in order to physically do them. So. Yeah, I'm not sure how much people would feel about, you know, if they went to a, have surgery or something, you know, how they'd feel if their surgeon said, well, actually, I'm doing flexible working. I'll do it from home today. They may be a little bit stressed by that. Anyway, we're not on for this debate. We're here to talk about mining. Uh, actually, I thought I might just kick. There's not a lot of news around this morning, Paul. There's two things I wanted to catch up with you. The first is, didn't we have a competition at the beginning of September? Who, picking a stock, whose would be the best performer? Yes, I think so. And uh, I picked Tectonic. I was hoping you didn't they're bring up that 54%. up. 54%. What's that? I picked Tectonic, and they're up 54%. Yep, and mine was down about 10%, I think, or something like that. So. Yeah, what was your stock? Uh, um, uh, Therissa. Therissa, that's right. So I think I won that competition. I think you did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, also it's worth commenting. Tins just hit another record high at thirty-six thousand three hundred. Um, there's a real squeeze going on in the tin market. But of course, that's pretty uh, important for our IPO, which starts the roadshow starts next week of Tungsten West, um, because it's obviously mainly tungsten, but twenty percent of their their business is tin, isn't it? Yes, that's right. And uh, when you consider that the tin price was less than half that amount, uh, or well less than half that amount, only about 30% of that uh, 36,000 just uh, 12 months ago, you're, you're really talking about a, a significant change in dynamic in the market uh, here. And the question now is, is uh, just how long will this uh, pressure on the uh, tin needs uh, be out there? I mean, it's so much into the electronic space is where it's used to, for uh, soldering. Uh, and we all are otherwise are the marketplace, otherwise very much aware of the semiconductor uh, shortage, uh, which is uh, extending into 2022 for sure. So, um, yeah, it's uh, quite the dynamic market at the moment. Look, it, it all helps with the IPO. The roadshow starts next week. We've got a great lineup for the first week. You know, every slot is sort of full. Uh, I think it's going to go exceptionally well as, a, as an IPO. Um, you know, if you want to get in touch with us about it, then please do. Uh, let's turn into news this morning, Paul. I think there's an awful lot. There's a few itsy bitsy stuff. But, uh, anything you want to highlight? Yes, the pretty big deal there announced by the ASX listed copper miner, Sandfire Resources. Uh, Another M&A deal for them. Uh, this time they're buying uh, the 100% of the uh, Aguastinitas uh, copper complex in Spain from uh, Trafigura for and the uh, Abu Dhabi state mining uh, firm Mubadala Investment. Uh, uh, purchase price $1.865 billion US. Uh, so very much a big league uh, deal here. And uh, the deal will uh, catapult Sandfire into the uh, category of major global copper producers because it more than doubles the size of the company. And the company already uh, has the operating mine in West Australia, the Degrusa, but also has the um, T3 deposit in Botswana, uh, also um, in uh, construction at the moment. So definitely wheeling and dealing here for Sandfire Resources. 
as you say, it's a, now it's a $1.1 billion company, Aussie dollar, obviously. Uh, it's a big company, isn't it? Uh, and it just shows that actually deals can be done in the copper space. Uh, they are out there. Um, yes, and there's still more to be done. Uh, there's, uh, and as you say, they are out there if people are willing to put the deals together through uh, corporate advisors like VSA, I think. Oh, very good one there, Paul. I like it. <laughs> Uh, anything else you want to mention? I should mention Iofina, which is the London-quoted iodine uh, producer in the USA, put out their interims today. Revenue was up by 27% to $19.9 million, and a pre-tax uh, profit uh, or profit after tax uh, was up 164% to $3.5 million for, uh, for a per share amount of 0.018 cents. Uh, or 1.8 cents, I should say. Uh, they did have a little bit lower production in the first half than they were expect expecting because of some extreme weather events, but it isn't going to hold them back in H2, they say. And they are in discussions now in order to put in uh, uh, yet another uh, iodine extraction plant, number nine for them in the U.S. They're, they tend to be small and, uh, and uh, at... Uh, uh, multi-well but uh, small number of well um, uh, size uh, facilities. Uh, just to remind investors too that uh, iodine in the world, uh, the dominant uh, producer is uh, the lithium miner in Chile SQM. Mm. Okay, uh, that's probably about it. There's, there's not a lot of news actually out there today, Paul. Uh, I hope everybody has a splendid weekend. And of course, we'll be back next week as we wander around with the Tungsten West team. But we'll still be talking on the Prime Minister. Very good, Paul. Enjoy your weekend. Mm -hmm. Thank you.